Like, soon come I got to the party, mm. bitches were on me. Like, you got the shit, you got the shit. Let's go to the bathroom. Let's do a pub. Hey! <laughs> That's how we. That's how yeah, we give it, it up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, no, that's uh, right. it's a white man. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a, okay. Yeah. All right, let's let's get some composure. Here we go. Now, nah, breathe the dying to close. See 
how. Pull up in my car and the bitch. <laughs> Sometime during high school, nigga, going nuts. Man, what's the motherfucking deal? Welcome back to the Act Right Podcast. We are on episode 36. Who we got in here today, D? We got someone very special, someone very silky. Nah, man, we got the homegirl Satin. She's in the IE, came to give us a special visit. What's the deal, Sat? What's happening? Chilling, man, chilling. Chilling. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I miss my dog. For real, bro. <laughs> it's been a long time. It has. It fucking has. And what a time to be what, alive. What a Thank time you for to be me. alive. Of oh, course. You know I fuck with the pod, day one listener. Hey, hey, hey what's up? Hold up. <laughs> Be our first yeah, official listen. friend of the show. That's yeah, called yeah. motherfucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. Yes, sir. Nah, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, I mean, let's just get the customary small talk mm. out of the way. How's everyone doing? How is your trip back out to the IE? It's cool. I do this about like once a month. Come out here to do nails. Okay. You know, so gotta tap in with my people. Absolutely. This Absolutely. Is a perfect time to go ahead and do your plug, man. What's your IG? Where All can right, they find so you? You can find my nail page at Silky Sets by Satin. You can find my personal page at Silky Ass Satin. Mm. My Twitter handle is Silky Ass Satin. Mm. Like, tap in with me. Come get your nails done. I'm about to get into hair, so come get your hair done. Exactly. Yes, sir. Gotta get your wig flipped, your nails done. Mm. Exactly. Well, while we're on that, obviously, um, I want to get in a little bit to entrepreneurship and what it does take to be a creative. Like, I know right when you walked in, you were like, yo, it feels super dope to be like your own boss and, Mm -hmm. you know, create your own hours, all that shit. But um, I've definitely been an advocate for punching the time clock. So I think it all depends on what you do. For a long time, I worked in office settings. Mm. I'd be the only young black girl in the office. Mm. People asking me what I'm doing on the weekend. Like, I can't tell them, like, oh, I'm about to go kick it, go to the club. I should go smoke. Smoke. Like, <laughs> smoke. That'd like, be the number one. You like. tell me you're going to visit your grandkids, visit your kids. Like, exactly. you're going to the lake mm. house. Like, we don't have the same type of energy. And, sure. like, I'm tired of white, working for the white man. Like, mm. you know, like, so does it offend you that Dom's right here? Or I can remove him. <sighs> you know, sometimes it's like, why? Yeah, but yeah, like, no, nah, me too. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> but you look more like us, so it's cool. Nah, I'll oh, take you see, it. if I'll you went to the Dominican, it. they think you one of theirs. So For you're sure. All right. you're I've all had right. a couple and Puerto Ricans. Too, a ki- <laughs> 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 
They're going to ask right. you who your doctor was. <laughs> They're going to ask you who you... Yo. You look, you are Dr. Miami. Oh, not. my God. <laughs> it's your girl, Big Pr... Yo, there's like some super deep, dark, secret jokes that I could get on, but I'm gonna let them, you know what I mean? I'm gonna let you cook. I'm gonna let you cook. But just to keep it on you, real quick, Sap, it's one thing to be an entrepreneur in any capacity, right? But what, like, what happened in your life to say, like, okay, what exactly made you look at nails and was like, not only can I do that, but that seems really fun to me. Like I could get really great at it and I'm going to actually make the business revolving around what I'm pretty sure maybe started off as a hobby. Like give us some of that backstory. I did start doing like my own nails. I was doing like my own gel manicures because my nails were like long. Mm. Like, so it was like, all right, like I'm not paying these niggas to do my nails anymore. I can do it myself. Mm. Then like I always caught myself watching YouTube videos and Instagram videos of just people doing nails, different nail shit. And I'm like, I might be able to do this. Mm. So like, I was still working a regular day job, but like after work for like two, three hours every day, like I go home, set up and practice. Wow. Like, and it got to the point where my sisters were seeing my work like, yo, so when I come out there, you gonna do my nails? And I'm mm. like, I don't think I wanna do like real people's hands yet, right. like let me get there. And she's like, you're not gonna get no better if you don't do that. So I'm like, okay, like come out here, I, I'll, I'll lay some shit, do mm -hmm. it. And I did it for the first time. Like my sister's been keeping track, like I do her nails, like over time like the more you practice like the more you dedicate your time to shit like you see the progression mm. like i got put in a position where a lady like who owned a nail shop was black owned nail shop in san diego hey. adrian's boss lady nail salon hey. from the <laughs> nail Texas, black. Um, but she was looking for some nail technicians and like I, I was telling the girl who put me on like I'm not licensed like I'm trying to get into school but then all this COVID shit mm. right and so like mm. she's like you know she might be able to help you she's been in the game for a long time so I met with her showed her my work she was like you're really good like I'll allow you to like do uh, operate in here or whatever and I'm gonna get you situated with school she put me in touch with another lady who put me on a cosmetology apprenticeship mm. so that's what I'm in right now mm. so like I'm able to collect my school hours working in her nail shop and her hair shop. That's like, dope. double whammy. Like, so like I'm able to make money and get schooling at the same time. So it's like, that's a day job. Like, I'm that's a fucking, that's really the only way you can survive living in California. I don't give a fuck where you live. If you're yeah. not going to school and working, like you got to have some. there was a point in time where like, I quit my day job. I'm like, I'm doing this full time. But like, you know, like when you can go into your business for yourself, like sometimes you got a good month. Sometimes you got a bad month. Mm. Like when I hit a bad month, I look at my husband like, yo, I'm about to get a job. And he'd be like, <laughs> you already got a job. Like, bro, no, I'm not making money how I want to. I'm about to give me a little day job. Like, mm. it's cool. How important is that support? Obviously, like in your home with your husband, but even just kind of hearing your story, like, you bump shoulders with the right people and kind of like they put you on. You know what I'm saying? Like how important was this the support in your in your journey to get where really you were at? Really important because without their encouragement, I'd probably still be working on fake ass hands. Like mm -hmm. without having my sisters be like, "No, nigga, do my nails." Like I'd probably Straight still up. be working on mannequins and whatnot. Like mm. so, just letting them know, like, "Yo, like you you could do good work." Like, but like. Even some of my clients now, like, they don't all get pedicures with us. Like, they'll go to the Asian ladies and, like, they'd be like, oh, where you get your nails done? They'd be like, oh, my friend does them. Like, she's black. And they'd be like, black girl, do your nails. <laughs> <laughs> um, honey, she do real good. Very pretty. Like, yeah. Like, so, like, That's girl. But I will let people know right now. Uh-oh. 
the Asians, this is no disrespect. I am not racist. Most Asian now, nail you know, shops. You know Joe Budden just signed the Asian hate form. Yeah, don't, get us to, don't get us canceled <laughs> during like, Asian Pacific Islander most, month. Like. Most nail shops that you go to have Asian people working in them. Of course. But they take the shortcuts. It's like a sweatshop when you go in there. They want to get people in and out, in and out, in and out. Mm. Like, But the product that they use is illegal. Mm. If you go into an Asian nail shop and you ask them what kind of monomer they use... They really don't know the difference. But mm. if they're using MMA, that's illegal. Get mm. up out of there, baby. When you get your nails done and your fingers are burning, they feel swollen when they're done. Like, that's because they're using that illegal shit. Mm. They need to be using EMA. That's the EMA. legal EMA. It costs more, which is why they don't want to use it. Of course. <sighs> I'm trying Jen, to put people on. Jen just went to the nail shop right now. Oh. You're a victim. There we go. See Text her quick. Ask her about the EMA. I'm trying to let people know. Some people do, like they don't care. No, but for like, sure. It's it's like you got to know. You got to know what, what's being put on your body. Like yeah. MMA is used to make artificial dentures. Like. Oh wow. See, I don't even want to know anything. Like, <sighs> just scrub so, the toes. Yeah, again. scrub the toes. Get it in. Oh, the toes quick is cool. question. The toes is cool. Okay, but quick question: Is callus removal bad for you? No. It okay. So if they're using the metal scraper, that's illegal. They should not supposed to be using that in the shop. Like that's what not about but the little purple, the little purple thing? That's cool. That's good. That's good. Okay. Because I've been wondering about that shit. To this day, I've never gotten my your feet done, feet or hands done, or. But you know what? I advise all men to take care of their family. I know. And all the women in my family tell me to do so. My dad does it. A lot of my guy friends actually do it. I yeah, just... but your dad also paints his toenails blue. So that's... Oh. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Bill Blue. <laughs> I don't know about all that. No, but listen. So I was thinking... No, not that. just but listen. <laughs> Niggas talk about that. my ass, talk about my family's nails. Like, this is some bullshit. Bro, he rocked the barbecue nah, stand. Nah, yeah, I thought them... Same. DK, uh, that shit was insane. I don't know. He was like real cool with my youngest sister at the time or some shit. Like he thought yeah. it was. Anyways, Whatever. I've never been. Kids, you can get a pass. You get a pass. I've so, never, I've okay. never got my nails done professionally. This is what I was saying. Or so, yeah, whatever. Now that I don't do polish at all, like specifically on my toes, I haven't done my hands in a while. I'm like, yo, you can see everything obviously on your toes, you know. So I'm like, damn. When I look at your feet, paws. Like, most men, even, they could be long or whatever, but I think because they haven't actually got a pedicure, like, they're better off. Because you know how, like, ingrowns mm-hmm. and all that shit, like, I don't feel like I have a foot problem, but now it's an upkeep because you guys are doing it. Like, mm. you create the you, problem. You create the problem. And now you're coming to fix it, the problem. Yeah, so sometimes I'm like, damn, I wonder what would happen if I just thug it out. But I love getting pedicures. Like, the, the treatment is hands down. It's relaxing. Yeah. Mm. That's pedicures really why most sure. girls go get their feet done because it's relaxing. I no, get it. For some sure. people do have fucked up ass feet. Oh, but, yeah. Like, it's relaxing. Somebody just rubbing on your feet. No, I get I it. Have a, I have, like, a man client who comes in, like, and he be falling asleep. Like, mm. So he be, he be, going. <laughs> <laughs> he be lit. <laughs> no, I get it. I just. Are you, are, did we talk about this already? Are you a foot man? No, I, I can't say I'm a foot man. I have nothing against feet, though. And if you have pretty feet, all the better. But So what's pretty feet? Are you size uh, discrimination on feet? <laughs> Am I a size king? <laughs> like, if they're, like, the toe next to the big toe, if it's longer. Okay. Than <laughs> <you're> longer than... <laughs> what does 
that hey, mean? No, shout shout out to Toria because. All right, all no, right. No, no, come on, Let me clean you it up. You signed the NDA ne- before we got on the mic, and you're I, the first. I've never per- look out of respect for Billy. I've never even looked at Toria's. And that's <laughs> weird. Why you feel like you can't look at her feet though? Hey man, some. What the fuck is going? on? I'm just I'm just clearing the air. Sorry, I don't know what your toes look like, but there have been a number of times Toria is infamous for going out to eat and Snapchatting random people's toes. This is true. Bro, the most nut toe I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. I'm guessing what would be like your index toe, the toe right next to the thumb toe. Bro, someone's shit was <laughs> cocked over <laughs> in a- <laughs> And hugging the doing, big toe, doing the West, West Side, side Connect, 100%. West Side Connect game on the toes. It was the most nut thing I've ever seen, hundred ever seen. But to me, good feet are just like I don't know. Like I don't even necessarily get all tripped up. Like if girls don't have polish on your toes, but if as long as your like toes don't look like claws and your feet ain't. Ashy so and clear. rusty. Tori got pretty feet. She all right. Okay. She yeah. has a weird obsession with her feet, though. Like, since we was young, she's the type that puts her foot on the dash, like, when you're driving. <laughs> yeah, like, you're a different type of nigga. Like, she, she's always, and her feet go, like, on some nut shit. Like, her, <laughs> she, but she does, like, she, she's she, prideful she, about her feet. Well, and there's nothing. And you should be. My biggest thing sure. is anything that you have should be upkept. That's fair. What, whatever you're rocking, hair, feet, whatever, just upkeep it. Like, just as a woman, like, you're lazy. No, you've been very, very, I ain't gonna lie. My Aunt Debbie came over that. here the other day. Her toes was gone. I couldn't tell the difference between <laughs> her feet and my pavers, bro. Her shit was fucking raw, dog. All right. Not the no. pavers. <laughs> For real. And I even, like, it bothered me. Like, I still- did you say anything, sir? No. What was I going to say? I, I did tell Jen, <laughs> though, like, right talk to your aunt about her feet. Because- <laughs> Hey, that's yo, look at how this nigga. Like, look yo, how she passed off her fam. Look how she passed off her fam. <laughs> that's Jen Jen's talk- family now. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that. Right, It'd be like that, man. But no. Once again, before we go, give us your plugs again. Not before we go, but before we skip over this, your plug uh, for your page one more time. Silky sets by Satin. That's my nail page. Come fuck with me. Come mm. like my stuff. What book? My booking link is in my my bio. Mm. I come out to the IE like once a month for like two days. Like tap in with me, y'all. Mm. Cause right now you're in San Diego. Yes. So how was it living out there? Like I love San Diego, but okay, I was just in downtown LA really quick. The homelessness obviously has been like insane but the tents everywhere like really like draw your attention to it san diego that's my problem with it oh because it's everywhere it's not it's, just downtown it's even yeah downtown is like you are walking over like bodies like i to have a good time. do not like to eat brunch on sundays downtown because it smells like piss dude mm. and the homeless people is downtown there. san diego pretty much gas lamp like yes, yes. okay yeah like it's cool living out there. Like the weather's nice. Pe- there's always something to do. The food is fire. But like, oh, San Diego, the homelessness is a problem. But like, the city really not trying to do anything about it. So how do we feel about homelessness? I it's okay. fucked up. San Diego. I is feel like one it's manufactured. Where people will have jobs, they will have cars, but they are just homeless because they cannot afford it. 
Are you serious? Yes. They say the same, like, up in the, the Bay Area, Silicon Valley and shit, there be people, like, making... Like seventy, eighty thousand dollars homeless living a, out of their car. I went to go get a new phone or whatever, and like you can know, like you can tell a homeless person in San Diego because they normally carry all their shit. Somebody came in carrying all their shit. Was like, yeah, I want to pay my bill. Like, and like when he left, like I asked the the, the worker dude, I'm like, yo, like they homeless? And he was like, yeah, like we got a lot of homeless clients, like you know, but they got jobs, like they just don't have anywhere That's to stay. I think, without even getting super deep on it, but I do think like homelessness, it does suck. Because I just feel like it's almost an easy to solve issue. Like sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. So but I do think, where it isn't. like, well, no, because to get a you know any type of housing out there is nuts, and that's how it is in most places, honest to God. But it's just it, it's kind of unfortunate because. Like you said, there do be a lot of working homeless people. Like, I think homeless, you just have one instant in your mind, maybe someone who's DK crazy, mentally disturbed, or drugged out, gooped out. And that's no, a population, I think, I but I that, do think there is a lot of, like, very self-respecting people who just have it fucking hard. That's true. And then at what point, like, let's say any one of your family, like your most distant cousin that, like, mm. I know we're related, bro, but like, because to me, when I see a homeless person, I still feel like it took so much to get there. Like, in my mind. Like, my nigga, you had to have lost your job, your partner, your kids don't fuck with you. Like, everybody has, like, deemed you, like, you can't stay here. That's not the case all the time. But, I mean months the way niggas is living on the street like that's ex that's extreme so i do just kind of feel like they get in those other states of craziness addicted to drugs and all that other shit because they've lost everything i have a hard night i come home i pour a drink like mm. easy you lose your job i lose my job knock on wood right now bro <laughs> picking up the blunt trust quick. me <laughs> trust me yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing bad. No, yeah. No, I... For sure. And, and like just, I said, you can't ever paint a whole brush over everybody, you know? Certain homeless people, they did it to themselves. But then I do genuinely believe, especially in this country, there are just a lot of people that are victim to circumstance. And I don't mean that in mm -hmm. a dismissive, or you had an opportunity and you squandered it type of way. I mean genuinely... You probably did X, Y, and Z like you were supposed to, and certain shit is just set up to where uh, you can't get ahead. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and then also when you kind of just look at like, bro, when you look at things like housing, especially like in places like LA, where you see a lot of them, tenth, those are abandoned buildings yeah. that they're oh, sitting outside so of. So many empty buildings. Just empty buildings. And whoever owns those buildings ain't doing shit with them besides owning them and just letting them sit there. Mm -hmm. But how do we fix the problem? Because you're homeless. We, we gave you shelter. This is a building. You're living in it. Now what? It's a lot of layers. It, like, it has to be more help than that. You can't just put people up. You got to put them with opportunities. Mental health resources. It's jobs, job programs, school, trainings, daycare. education, daycare, rehab. Of, in San Diego, there's a lot of people who are homeless with kids. That kills me. And they be on the streets. Like, for me, I don't donate to, like, uh, what is it? 
family or Joe, whatever. I don't do like uh, like the like when phones. you go to the grocery store and they got the goodwill. Yeah. I don't do like you know how you get rid of all your old clothes or whatever. I don't do none of that. I mm. pack up all my stuff and I take it straight to the people. Like, that's, that's super commendable. Good idea. Like, that's I really, super really, commendable. Like, when I make Let me get some two, air horns for that. Look, Hold up. When I make two, because <laughs> you know people like I don't proportionize. I just be throwing shit in the pot. Like, oop, got leftovers. Ate leftovers for two days. Like, Didn't tired of it. it. I'm tired mm. of it. I'm not throwing it away. I'm packing it right. up. I'm warming it up. I'm taking bottles of water. I'm taking whatever clothes or whatever I got to take down there, and mm. I'm dropping it right to the people. Mm. I get people who tell me like, "Yo, I got what I need right here. Show me a crack pipe. They good." Then I got some people who are willing Damn. to take the stuff, like. Yeah. But I I've been to the places like Goodwill. You donate to Goodwill, then they put it in store. Mm. They put a price tag on it. Most mm. homeless people don't got bread. No. And if they do got bread, they're using it to get food to pay their bills, so they can get to they to get on the bus, so they can get to work. Mm. Right. They don't have extra money to go and buy some extra stuff. So just take it straight to them. You know where they are. And I think another huge misconception, even outside of homeless people, maybe just like people who struggle with money i think there's a big misconception that we just assume that these people are like irresponsible they're lazy they're this they're that but if you know you only got 800 dollars to get through you and your kids through the month you the best budgeter on the earth you know what i'm saying so i i do think it's just also people who are fortunate enough not to be in those situations like we got to open our minds too and understand like the stereotypes that you think of when you think of like homeless people or whatever, like that's not everyone's case. Like it's fucking, here, it's hard out here. It's hard here, anywhere. Like you don't see that. Like, you don't see when that. When I moved here. to San not Diego, a lot. No, I you really don't. became like upfront with homelessness everywhere I went. Mm. They're down the street. They're outside apartment complexes. They're it does the definitely store. Like, seem, they're everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. out here, like you don't see that unless it you definite, go to San Bernardino or you go to LA. Yeah, there be pockets in Riverside because I work at UCR and we do get a lot of homeless people like like that walk through the campus and certain pockets but definitely nothing like major no, no. metropolitan or metropolitan cities and stuff mm -hmm. i ha i don't even remember honestly the last time i've even been to la so so we were there last night and today and obviously jen just gets off that she's in la you know she turns into it's LA. a unicorn because she's in la and <laughs> it's, she from the it's trio, so close to home the and, trio five. yeah it's so close to home and you know, most of the times I can block her out. And then I just said, okay, like, let's do it. So we're like fantasizing. Okay. Like, where would we go to the grocery store? Like there, the no parking thing. Mm. Oh yeah. That's, I don't, I hate driving. One of the number re one reasons why I don't go to LA County in general Come on. is just the driving parking situation. Every I time people come to San Diego and they're like, oh yeah, we're downtown, come meet us, we're gonna go bar hopping. Like, I'm like, yo, you trying to drop me off? Right. So I'm not driving. No. I'm not looking for parking mm. and I'm not paying for parking. And mm. I'm not paying for parking. That that bothered me. Um, tall ass buildings is fucking sprouts. You feel like, closed in. Yeah. You like you and, look and up and, and you're I'm trapped. Saying, and then I'm saying, so we stayed at an Airbnb last night. Which was fly. It, looked really it was fly. It was. But I'm, I'm gonna tell the truth here. I don't like Airbnbs. I just realized that I don't like them, like officially, mm. because it, it, it was nice. It had the hoops, blah blah blah. She got it for us. Like it was dope. We had a good time. But like, I just get super goofed out because, and again, it's not that hotels don't clean or they clean the best. But like, I'm in someone's house. Like, I just felt different. Like, mm. 
I honestly. Well, I'm, that's why you pay two hundred dollars in cleaning fees and stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I couldn't even shower there though. Like we got dressed and I dipped. I, I got super grossed out. Really? Yeah. And and she was like, I look feel the same way. Like we were, we mm. were out. So it was it was cute for a night. The studio was nice. It was a little loft apartment. Um, we had to get a we had to go upstairs, get a clicker, open the gate two days two blocks down. Park the car, drive with this shit all the way yeah, down. It's just a go different... up four elevators. This door, that door. We're home, and I'm like, Jen. Airbnb's got too many rules. But, but even but, beyond but that, saying, like, there's someone prob- lives there. Yeah, like, exactly. Someone lives there, and, and when that's I'm saying, their day to day. We would never function here. Mm. I would never function in a place like LA. Ever. Yeah, I. I don't do get it. off on taco joints and all this fuck shit. I really don't get off on running into a celebrity at a restaurant. None of that. I like to come. And I'm out same day. Like mm-hmm. seriously, I'm just not an LA person. But she just swears. If I we mean, ever can move to LA, like, good and luck. I'm like, you did, you live good luck, nigga. Like you live no. on the outskirts. Yeah, we live on nigga, the outskirts. A house, but nothing is safe. A house like nothing this, is safe there, bro. nigga. A house like this anywhere in LA County is gonna run you like you 1.5. Come like, on, dog. <laughs> plus. something plus. Probably, and, and that's probably modest. And they were all on top of each other. Yeah. Like, completely. And I was just like, I'm done with this. I'm I don't out. know, man. The IE, niggas outside of the I'm IE suburban. talk shit about the IE, but it got what I need. You know what I'm saying? It's not. I All right. No, I got, chill, <laughs> chill. I'm just. Chill. I'm, okay. Chill. Okay. Speaking from, like, since I don't live here no more, like, I've almost lived in San Diego for, like, seven years. Like, That's it's cool. Crazy. That is nuts. Yeah, seven my best years? Friend, yeah. I moved out there in 2014. The fact that 2014 is seven years ago is disgusting. Now, without getting into your business, and I know we're moving fast here, Dom, would you ever move to live with your partner? Like, move to another city to be with that person? Two ways, and I'll ask that again. Like I said, without going deep into your business, it's it's up to you to share. But I know for sure her husband lived out there prior to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your whole family's at this one location. And again, it's not far. San Diego is two hours. Right down. It's an hour and 45. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when You, you, you try to make it modest, nigga. That's two hours, 85 yeah. miles. Yeah, like, like it's a the push. The 15 ain't Now, forgiving. we can do two. Dom, you probably took 40 minutes just to get here. So time at that yes. point is, is up and down. Sure. Even from Chino to Fontana can be a push. Anyways. Yes. First question. Would you move? Okay, let's just do this scenario. You met someone. You had a relationship already. Okay. She gets a job in San Diego. Mm. Really good opportunity for her. Like, for her, it, she has to go. She's gone. Like, we started out here. But we start, well, she started We've out here. We've been together. Now, I, I, don't put no extras on it. I'm just saying, dr- dress, it, dress it up however you need to. What would it take for you to move to someone else's life? Like, that's the conversation I want to have. Does he have kids or no kids? He has a daughter. Okay. Yeah. That makes a difference. Okay, that is a huge difference. That's a huge difference. But could it be done? Could it be done? Sure, of course. It could be done. So, so let's put Naomi on the side. Not that we should, but you do have full custody. So, I mean, you know, hey. <laughs> if, it, if it looked, I guess my biggest thing would be like, I'm also the type of dude that would never, ever want to hold anyone that I care about back. So if that's a friendship, a romantic relationship, family ship, if you have an opportunity that you're telling me is platinum for you, 
I'm going to encourage it, regardless if I think it's going to be best for me, like, you know, in the selfish back of my mind. Sure. In that situation, would I up and transplant my life and move cities well, for someone else's opportunity? That's a tough pill for me to swallow. And it would probably be contingent on my confidence in my ability to get to that new place and get myself established. For me, he was already there. Right. He was already like working, had a job, like he put it on the table and offered it to me. Mm. So at the end of the day, it was my decision. Mm. I lived out here all my life. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was working at Popeye's right down the way. Like, right. Really didn't have too much going on. So it was an opportunity for you. I was like, shoot, let me go ahead and, and dip. Like, that makes if I sense. need to come home, I can come home at any time. Just yep. hoop and holler. Like, sure. So I was out. That that makes sense. Because I wasn't even I wasn't even supposed to leave when I left. Like mm. I put in my two weeks, and I think I left like five days after that. Mm. I was out. But that makes sense. If you're in a position where you're feeling like, okay, I'm going through life mm-hmm. here. And I still don't, quote unquote, have things figured out. I have an opportunity to maybe continue life, at least for on a worst case scenario, the next year somewhere else. If I'm only at a certain level here, then I'm sure I can meet that certain level there. Me, on the different hand, I don't have like the super of fanciest jobs, but it does afford me the things that I need, benefits, et cetera, et cetera. So to give that up on the belief of another person solely until well, so I can get myself established, you wouldn't be that's giving intimidating. anything up. You wouldn't give anything up. No one is going to quit their job, okay? Oh, okay. Well, she I... was offered, like, I'm already set up here. So pretty much however long it takes you to get your So shit, I could be a house dad. You could. If that was that, on the table. If that, if was, that was on, on the, the table, table. That's, that's, to me, that's the best scenario. That's still scary, though. That is scary. That's but, so terrifying. I'm, I'm, I'm in more in the more... Uh, Even when everything is green, that's But that's scary. what I'm saying. I'm in the more in the mindset of like, shit, Jen just got this T-Mobile job. Ugh. But we got to move to Burbank. And you couldn't. There was no... I guess that's the thing. Like, you I already ha- have my job. So that's what I'm saying. It's nothing that you right. don't have. Or she didn't have. I guess I just it's was. It's just, are you, like, what? at what point are you willing to say, like, this relationship really means more than the shit that we have going on? Mm. That's the bottom line. That's it's tough. more than all I, of that. I can't say I've even been, like, close to a situation like mm. that. So it is really hard for me to put my mind in the definitive yes or no. Is anything possible? Of course. If Shorty was like, yo, I got a new job in Sacramento. I'm going to be making this much. And like, we're together. Like, we've established that we're trying to make this last. I'd have to think about it. But it's really hard for me to just think like, again, for me, I guess guess what made it harder for me was the situation. The scenario I'm thinking about, like having to transplant and mm-hmm. move somewhere else on behalf of something, I have to put my life on where we were done mm-hmm. and I got to build the new life out here, which is that process. And to me, like the career and employment and being secure, because if shit gets salty, 
I don't want to be out there with no leg to stand on. I guess that's one of the biggest things that I would be fearful but of. But let as me well. play devil's advocate. I really only bring this up one because you can relate, and that's always been super bold to me. Like Dom and I are safe people. We are never moving out of our Bro, comfort when zone. When my I'm like, let's box. just take moving out with someone out of it. Just moving to a different city in general. general. Like my, both of my youngest sisters went across the country in two different directions. <laughs> one went to Hawaii, one went to New York. And even me, I was like, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Granted, I had a kid, sophomore, junior year in college, whatever. Yeah. I, but still like that, those are huge jumps. They are, but I guess. I guess just reflecting, it's kind of like, at what point, like being an adult, like when we saw each other today, we were yeah. like, my nigga, like it's been forever. We've known each other forever. Like, fuck, you got a house now. Like, you know, you're married. It's like, okay, we're here now. <laughs> right. So why are we still putting limitations on ourselves? <sighs> and we struggle with that. Huge. I struggle. That's. Just don't be scary, bro. And that's what I'm <sighs> saying. And so do we miss opportunities we could have had? Maybe. I'll say, and I think about it like this. When I was getting ready to go to college, granted, I had the football dreams in my head at the time. I was a football player in high school, so that was a huge influence on me, too. But one of the out of you states... You were the first Kaepernick. Hold up. Let me get some <laughs> the f- Yo, you had the fro that- first. Oh, you had the fro first. That- yes, he did. Ooh. You definitely had the Sometimes jokes are so I'm funny you can't you even. Cap. <laughs> Sometimes jokes are so funny you can't even you're laugh not Mr. at it Modest because I, you're cap now. I wanted to fight it and dispute it, but I was like, "Fuck!" Like on a rainy day, like I could be past his cap. Like, and you wore number seven. Hold up. <laughs> it's so funny because you just figured the- me out. <laughs> you, you got, got me ready. <laughs> Shut your goddamn ass. <laughs> Might low-key be the best drop on <laughs> No, but the funny thing, just as a quick side note, the funny thing about that is my dad was going down memory oh, lane. God. He was sending a bunch of old pictures, but he did send a picture from my senior football night when I was mm. in high school. Nigga, I looked like a motherfucking anorexic, nigga. <gasps> yeah, you were sick that senior year. <laughs> I was like a buck 40 wet, wet. nigga. Yeah. Like, but no, anyways. It was funny. I low-key am capped. That's hilarious. Um... But the only out-of-state school that I actually applied to and, like, even considered was Howard University, which is, you know, D.C. or whatever. Um, but things just didn't work out. Financial aid wasn't quite there for me to, in my mind, justify that that move. And in hindsight, I you know, I could have done it and well, my parents would have been supportive. But... Still, I could only imagine what my life would have been like totally if I would have took that jump. Totally different. Oh, no, really. Even if it means that I would have came back to Cali. Because, you know, I did that year in New Mexico. And it was oh, ass, I remember bro. that. It was ass. I remember that. The worst. You lived there only for a year? Yep. And mm. I hated it. But you stayed on campus in the yep. dorms, full blown. Yep. Mm. Were you hooping then? Yep. I had to redshirt my first year, but then I didn't go back. Piss. Came back, took a year off, and then I was at SAC. See, that was, that's probably my biggest regret, not because I would have just been anything, but I could have easily had that experience. Like, even at Cal State Fullerton, Mm -hmm. they had a squad. 
easy. Like, I'm not the tallest. I'm not in the sixes, but I'm big. So good luck, like put type shit. Use, yeah. yeah, I'm going to put it to use. Like, that's one of my biggest things that, like, even with G, I'm like, you're going to get the full college experience. Like, you, because to me, and I think why him and I are in them safe spaces, because we never took chances or risks, even if they were built in for us. Mm. Never took that. And so you just stay safe your whole life and you just hope that like the best things happens to you safely. Mm-hmm. And we don't we never had that big like shebang, like, mm-hmm. oh <laughs> it's like, nah, we were just those two niggas and mm-hmm. we made it out. So I don't know. I just I was just thinking about it now because um now with my job at UPS, I can work pretty much state to state. Um sometimes I do travel for work. And I've always just been kind of conditioning myself that I would one day move to Miami if Jen really wanted to. Like, if G's out of co- going to college, I told Jen, I'm like, why not? Like, I can always come back to Ontario. I can always come back to California. But it's like, we've been with my family this whole time. And while it's great, some days it sucks, you know, because, like, now we're potting. She has no one that she's going to call over to or go anywhere to spend her time. So it's like you're always hanging out with her and I, which... Shout out to y'all, my family, because you guys do a great job of making her feel like she's welcome. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, man, I can get out of my comfort zone for a little bit, but it is hard because I'm comfortable at work. And that's different. When you know niggas you work with, your boss, you're every day, like on your worst day, you know you what that know looks what like. To expect. You're cool. Going to Miami Gateway, working with mechanics there, getting different kind of planes there, I'm uncomfortable. But am I willing to do that so you could be back comfortable with your family? A hundred percent. So I'm just kind of flirting with that idea. Like at some point, if she goes back to school, like goes to college, you know, we've spent a good amount of time in California. I think what also helps in not only your situation, but your hypothetical situation is you're going somewhere where someone's been established at least for a number of years, if not their whole life. So while it would be the hugest transition of for you i'd feel much comfortable moving to miami with a miami native right. exactly. or moving to san diego with a san diego native yes. now if it's just you and jen grew up in the ie lived out here mm. and she got an opportunity in yes. who the fuck wherever or even if you did that's, that's a, a huge risk. that's a huge risk because now nobody is familiar with the area it's a huge learning curve for everybody involved yeah. On top of the new DK career slash work environment. so But I do feel like, that, and I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I just think, and this came out to fruition for you. When you know you've met that person, mm. like, I can't live my life, like, without you at this point. So, Let's we're, we're going to make this work somehow. Sure. And I am way too grown to be doing a long-distance relationship. I don't know about y'all. Like, mm. That <laughs> like we did long distance for a little bit, like you know, bro was in the military, so like yeah, Monday through Friday, like all his time was at work, and that's even a whole but different type of long distance. He was coming out here every weekend, so it was mm. like, damn, like that's a lot of miles on your car. Got to pay it forward. Like shoot, got to return well. the like, favor. Let me just go ahead and move. Yeah. Like it is what it is. Sure. Because like, when I like, bro, like I said, I was working at Popeyes when I when I left, like. It took me a while to get on my feet. Like, I didn't have nothing. Sure. I didn't know anybody out there. Like, I have some family out there, but I don't, like, you know. Not like yeah, that. Yeah, not like that. that. Like, so. Hold on. Let me get my man Andrew some air horns. Hold on. <laughs> Happy uh, belated anniversary, by the way. Thank May the you, fourth be you. with y'all. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Some tourist shit. Yo, shout out to. It's my fucking birthday. Shout out to the fucking tourist. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Yo, it's my fucking birthday. Hold 
is going on in here? <laughs> no, is she good at that to get the attention off herself? <laughs> yes, sir. Come on. And just in case you're wondering, Bree is now 30. I, I mean, oh. 28. <laughs> oh. Come on. I go hard in the motherfucking paint, nigga. Then you stankin', nigga. What the fuck you thinkin', nigga? I won't die for this shit or what the fuck I say. Front yard, broad day with the SK. See Gucci, that's my motherfucking nigga. I hang in the dell with them hit squad killers. Watch them fuck a flame one hood ass nigga. Riding real slow, bending corners, my nigga. Got a main bitch. Mistress. What I got my girlfriends, I'm so rich. Keep my dick on okay. and keep me smoking. Okay, no. wait, 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 wait. That was Don's birthday no, song. No, yeah, no, that. Hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. Y'all, 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 like Dom, that's how we be feeling. Did you not say that your favorite song was that one nigga that next song paused and he said he walked in? Not mystical, but you know that next record. You, you hit me. You was like, bro, I've been on this record for months. You know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I'm trying. He was trying. like, oh, I'm, I don't know, Paul. Some, I'm hard shit. I don't know. <laughs> all right. My all mind right. just went somewhere else. I had to now, cut look that at fucking it. shit off. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Her <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I'm talking about. And you're being a hoe for not saying I it. I swear to God, I'm trying <laughs> I'll try to pee this in together. I'm just dead at you talking about your, your deep, dark fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Look how you come at me on my birthday, though. What the fuck is no, going hold, on? <laughs> hold on. Ring off some motherfucking air horns real quick, my nigga. Nah. In case y'all didn't know, it is Bree's motherfucking birthday, nigga. The big... The motherfucking big two eight. It's your girl, big purr. The biggest <laughs> The biggest purr. So just to <laughs> So just to continue where we at and leaving you on the spotlight. Wow, I hate the spotlight. And fuck you, Jen, and fuck you, Toria, for singing happy birthday when I was at breakfast and thinking it was funny. Like Did they sing I the black version? I literally Happy birthday. I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> why you why, hate the black version? Come for him, Look. Come Deep dive. Let us know. Black power to the people mm. all day, every day. He had a white mom. It wasn't the same in the house. She never got busy. Kill birthday, the black version of happy birthday, nigga. <laughs> happy birthday to... I Come fucking on. hate that shit. Why? Fuck out of here with that shit. Personally, nigga. I fuck with it because when you sing it in a public place, random mm. black people join in. Yes, I do be, like that. Okay, okay. Get in the community. But on the, I don't like the restaurant happy birthdays in general. No. Even if we're having some at-home function, I don't really need y'all to sing me happy birthday. It's super awkward. But it's only because black people wait till the end of the normal version to sing their version that pisses me off. Because you don't like waiting again. No. But if the original Happy Birthday song was a black version, you'd be fine with that. Totally. Mm. It just depends on what setting you're in. Have you ever sung your daughter the black version? No. So she mm. doesn't know it at all? She doesn't know she's black either, so. 
That's a, she came in with cornrows. She was like, I don't know what that is, but anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> she said, she said, she said, she said, she said, she said, like whatever. First of all, her hair has been braided a thousand <laughs> times. Second Does of she all, know what kind of braids she's getting? Mm. Hey, look, the difference between passion twist, cornrows, it's and important. this, that, and the it's third. It's important. It's important. She's been through the process. She is a young black girl. She sat in between some legs and got her hair braided. Mm. Don't try to play me. Even I've done that. Dom, truth to truth on my birthday, how many girls did you smash that braided your hair that you was in between their legs? <laughs> Satin said we need to come with that drama. See, he's now, he, he's all the way from the there's mic. Only, he's all the way from the mic. Come on, man. I know how many girls? Two. How I many? know two. <laughs> You're a fucking listen, liar. Listen, listen, listen. listen. If you've ever braided Dom's hair and he sat between your legs and you've also smashed, go ahead and comment. Mention me on Twitter. Yeah, mention him. Mention me on Twitter. You're 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 not that cool. And I'm gonna blow your ass up. (laughs) (laughs) I will fucking plug her on the next I will plug them. Hold up. Excuse me. He's yeah, she didn't charge anything. No girl charge anything. No You got a lot of hair, bro. No girl I've had sexual relations with has Mm. ever braided my hair. Mm. I've had girls that I've had sexual relations with have a friend that braids hair that have hooked me up. Mm. I've never had sex with a bona fide hair braider that has braided my hair, just to be clear. Is your game not that strong? It's not. You guys go back to episode seven, six, five, four, something. I mm. talked about my game. I don't I don't claim you don't to have, have to it. tell me and Brie. We're uh, Alright. We here tonight. Hold okay. up. Okay. No, hold on. Hold up. Sa- what you know about my game? <laughs> Talk that sass, nigga. Talk that no, no, no. We're here now. Talk about <laughs> Dom's game. Know. 10 plus? Oh, yeah. Easily. I've known you since at least I've only, I've only known you to take out one girl. I've only seen personally. Now, Satin, stay with me now. <laughs> no, don't lose control. <laughs> don't look at this dude. For me, mm. I've only known you to entertain. I'll even give him two. I'll give him two. Two. Satin, quick question. Look Dom dead in the eye. Were they light skin? That's a fucking lie. Wow. And see y'all think y'all go. What do you consider light skin? She was light skin and she was light skin. Because I know you you can't even deny the one. You can't deny the one. She's light. She's super light. You can't deny that. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. See, hold on. No. No. Because me and Brie have had two conversations about women. Okay. We've had conversations about the difference between light skin, brown skin, dark skin, and the difference between big and fat. So wait a minute. But you know what I mean? She, Brie was like, that bitch is fat, nigga. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> no, we all three know exactly who it was, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck? No. What does Satin said for as long as she's known you? You've been with light-skinned women. You've been caught. <laughs> 
You if it was caught. if listen, it was before listen. my baby mom, then I'm calling suspect because no, 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 no. Okay, but like, look, like, look, I don't mean no disrespect, but no, no, no. your baby, like, she's super light, baby. Okay, Come on, man. yes. So we got one in the tuck. I, my baby is my baby. Still two in the tuck. Interesting. No, we gonna talk about it. He's thinking about every bitch yeah. he's ever boned. He's on number 30 right One, now. One, two, <laughs> carry to three, four, five. What Jake said, but you got to multiply by three, that was to you, huh? Be honest. Be honest. Mm, I don't so have... Multiply <laughs> two by three, you at six, bro. It's not looking good for you. Oh, man, there was a time. This dude's so sick. Y'all have no idea. There was a time he used to text me just with the name, just with the initials, <laughs> number 13, LS, on some shit. This is such Sick shit. This is. It's okay to say you grew. Sick no, shit. I've grown. And let me tell you, when I got out of my DK at the time, long whatever you want to consider, long term high school, early college relationship, I was for sure out in these streets. And anyone who's ever had a conversation with me and asked me how I ended up with a daughter, it's because I was out in them streets. Mm. I've always copped to that. Now. <laughs> When Satin tells me that she knows at least two light skins that I'm heavily affiliated with, I'm racking my brain. Mm, Satin knows bitches, though. Satin Satin is an IE vet. She got stripes. She got stripes. We found a couple people people today we was connected to. Didn't even know it, Ty. But I'm Mr. Incognito, so. Yeah, but you've you've been in the light a couple of times. You know what I mean? Mm, not because I've been talking I'll say that if anyone knows about me and my dealings it's they heard it from someone outside of me but oh she's no. getting receipts I love it I, just I love sure it crazy. your game is so thick that your ex host still text me happy birthday let's talk about it. I'm here tonight I'm here tonight yeah, <laughs> Yes, sir. He's holding his breath. Let it out. Because he know he don't want y'all to hear this shit. That's the thing. He came for me. Yo, first off. Exactly. Before Brie even came out to me, mm. everything I learned and know about a bitch. How could that be? Came from who? How could that be? Who knows more about bitches than bitches? <laughs> what? How many women had you been with before that time? <laughs> you had a kid already. Okay, so you can't <laughs> you can't clean this up. You can only clean this up as <laughs> he sweat. I am not. <laughs> he gonna start sitting on the text right now. No, the ex bitch is saying happy birthday is <laughs> yeah. no. and that's yes. when we had that conversation with Sad about like yeah, yeah. we want to get out here, but <laughs> that's one of those because nah, we gonna talk about that later. I'm so dead, man. It's okay. You a wild boy, dude. <laughs> I've been a I've been a wild boy in the past. Mm. Um, I don't know who these light skinned women that Satin is speaking of are mm. outside of my baby mama. So we just gonna leave it at that. They don't have no proof. All right. I haven't seen no convincing evidence. Interesting. Wow, so that was a good icebreaker. I mean, <laughs> 55 minutes into the fucking box. I don't fucking know how we got off of your birthday. Mm. What does it feel like being here for another year? 
28 on the planet Earth. Homeowner. Homeowner. Career intact. Hey. Career. Got a solid lady. Hey. Solid lady. I do feel, I do really do feel pretty good. Last night, I, I was reflecting, as mm. I normally do on this time. Um, I still just have a pinch of like, I'm not there yet. Always. I still got a pinch of like I'm not there yet. Everybody in our generation, our age, kind of feels like that. Mm. But like, I always tell people, like, you know, the older niggas, like, but just the, didn't peak till later. But like, just the generation, our age thing. So me and Bri are 28. So let's just give three. I'm 28. She's 28. That's fine. I'm just saying, let's, let's give, like, three up, three down, right? Okay. When you still kind of look at the field, especially at whoever you consider your contemporaries. Mm-hmm. Again, people are graduating year, a year up, a year down, whatever. As we are all approaching 30, does it genuinely feel like we're that old? Like, sometimes I feel like I still look at the field, career, houses, kids, and sometimes it just still has, like, that feeling of, I don't know, maybe because when we look at people we know, like, I've known you since high school, I've known you since early college, and even though our lives have progressed tons since then, Mm -hmm. it still doesn't always register at the fact that, like, I'm about to be 30, and I remember looking at my parents when they were turning 30 and thinking to myself, like, they were just this and that, or they were so grown. I feel grown for sure, but it still just has that hint. I guess it kind of just goes back to what you're saying. Like, I, I'm not there yet. Yeah. And because we're not there yet, that whole idea of like grownness still kind of feels elusive, even if you're doing everything by the books that qualifies you as grown. I'm at that age right now that like my family is aware of how old I am. Mm. Niggas have been teasing me about 30 a lot. Lately. Yeah. Well, like they always do that. But they always, like, I'll speak for my family, like, they always keep me in a box of, like, oh, she's a grandkid. Yeah. Or, like, that's my great niece. Like, mm. but once I got the crib, mm. I for sure feel like, okay, I'm with y'all now, mm. you know? Been cussing a little bit more next to niggas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. They let me get away with this shit. I'm in my house. You know what I mean? Me and my uncle, who is well in his 60s, were building my gazebo. And by the middle of the day, we was fucking and motherfucking this whole thing. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So, yeah. um... As far as that, I think once you transition in your family, then you start feeling like, I guess this is what 28 Like when your circle feels starts like. When your circle, yeah, not mm-hmm. your friends, because we're always going to be, oh, when I met Satin 15 years ago, when I met Dom in, ten, in fifth grade, like, you're always going to be that guy to me because we can tangibly, I feel like, be like, I met you here mm-hmm. versus family. And it's the same, we do the same thing with the girls, like. Mm-hmm. Oh, like Naomi even being seven. Every year on her birthday, Dama like, that's so crazy. You know what right. I mean? Like, Because we vividly remember that one to two phase. It, it, exactly. So, I don't know. 28 feels like 27. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, a, I did a lot of shit as 27. I didn't think that would be like my year. I don't feel like I'm in my prime. Like, prime to me is like, yes, like, my career isn't going to change. Unless somehow, some way, I become a fucking pilot and I'm just getting stupid bread. But I doubt that. Um, being a homeowner now is, is great. I wish I could settle in, 
but the kind of personalities Jen and I have, we're already like, so when we move to Miami and we buy a crib out there, like we're already like prepping ourselves for, you know, this being our first home, but not our last. Um, and just building our family. So I don't feel like done or anything. I, mm. I'm super excited to be where I am, I'm at for mm. sure. But by 30, I want to be celebrating something else. Mm. I just don't know what that is yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy to be like 10 years ago and fuck it. That's why I played these records today because it was just super nostalgic. Like, this is what we were fucking listening to and the shit, the bullshit we was on. Running the streets. Running the streets. But it's like... Like if I say literally, if if I say 30 years ago, like answer it fast. 30 years ago. What year is it? Oof. 1990. Okay. See, like when I think of 30 years ago to me, 30 years ago is like, I still think at like 2000 as like, it's hard for me to really comprehend that we're in 2021 2021. and that 30 years ago was my birth year. Like I'm still Mm. thinking of the seventies when I say 30 years ago in my head, because You know, to the year two thousand, we're seven, eight years old. We're starting to finally cement who we're gonna become. Mm-hmm. That's what also fucks me up. Like you just said, like niggas from high school are. <laughs> it's ten years since we've graduated high school. This summer is ten years. This summer is ten years since we graduated high school. Two thousand eleven. It'll be eleven for me. I graduated in ten. Okay, and you weren't able to go to your reunion. I was able, I just didn't attend. Mm. I got invited to two, because I went to two high schools, but I only graduated from one, but I got invited to both. I mm-hmm. didn't go to neither. Like, But I still, like for me, reunions are like, if you really don't see people from high school like that, but like the people and the friends that I had in high school, I still fuck with. I still see sure. them from time to time. Sure. Yeah. So like, I'm not finna go and get dressed and go to this party. And I think social media definitely when I can go see my niggas on kind of got rid of the importance of like a high school reunion, but Still, it's just funny to me because you don't think of 20 years ago as the year 2000. No, like, that's like, I just nuts. went to a, 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 a my little brother's football game, his last football game of the year. Mm. And it was at my first high school. And I ran into a teacher and he was like, I know you. You used to mm. come to school with Starbucks every day. And I'm like, yeah, that was me. Like, I graduated from here. But like, right. Like, you still see people. Like, right. No, it it fucking happens. It fucking happens. But um. Time moves on, man. Time moves on. And, and that shit really still feels like yesterday. Like That's, bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, when I think of, like, okay, what was 10 years ago? What was 20 years ago? What was 30 years ago? Seriously, comprehending that we've already been 20 years since the year two. Like, I was in fucking second and third grade in the year 2000. So, to even be 20 years from that and, like, when I try to think back, like, what was I thinking about, like, as a third grader, as a fourth grader, as right? a fifth I grader? What did I grade. think the year 2000 and fucking 20 whatever would look like? And now that we're here, it's kind of just like, oh, shit. I feel so blessed to be a 90s baby as well. Absolutely. My sister was born in 99. She barely made the cutoff. Like, baby, you got it. You got it. I think both of my sisters... I always forget how old they are. I think they were both born in like 98, 99, like right on the cusp. Oh, yes. Yes, because my one of my younger cousins was born in the year 2000. We share our, our birthdays a day apart, and she just turned 21. Shout out to Aaliyah. Shout out to Aaliyah. Fuck. And that's, again, that's the trippiness of it. Niggas that was born in the year 2000s are like able to drink now. They're 21. Like, they're here. 
So this kind of ties into what you said earlier about kind of like rubbing shoulders with people that put you on, like straight up. Like you'll never forget them for putting on. Like mine was my auntie Lolo for sure got me my job. She knew she was an apartment manager and my old manager at the time lived there. And she got me an interview. Like wow. <laughs> that changed my life with UPS. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm at that age where, like, I want to be the cool cousin so bad. Like, nigga, pull up. Let's drink. Like, it doesn't bug me. But then I'm also kind of like. alcohol down your 19-year-old cousin. <laughs> Shout out Shakira. <laughs> but I'm also, like. On Trying the, to be a good influence by being the bad one. Yeah, but I also am on the other side of, like, I just, I just love the feeling of, like, putting my niggas on. Like, right. okay, like, my cousin, she does hair. Shout out to Shakira. Um, let's start your IG page. Let's fucking do Gianni's hair, do Jen's hair, do mm. my hair, like whatever you need. I'll fucking pay you, but just stay in that. Like I love putting niggas on and being like, what are you working on? Let's move on. Mm. Kind of with the finance talk that we had. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, with myself, I guess I'll stay there. Just kind of overlooked what I was talking about them whole times so when I would be tweeting out budget months and did you close it out and all that kind of shit. And then it's kind of like, oh, like. What the fuck does Bree do? Like, it's the same thing I've been doing, but it's that consistency. So, I, right now, I love meeting people, figuring out what their little thing is, and then, like, how we can move on from there and do whatever your life calls for you. And, like, let's do big shit now, like, at 28, 29. Shit, you 20? My cousin, I'm like, bitch, you 19? With, with, with someone like me in your corner? We're out of here. You know what I'm saying? Not that we didn't have those people, but... We're just able to relate with them. Like, I feel like this stage is we're finally vital. Hitting, we're finally hitting that age where, like, we can comfortably look back and there's people far enough behind us that we can now provide guidance. Yes. Because before it's like, whether we're the oldest of our sibling group or family group or not, you know, you kind of get stuck in your age and you're not mm -hmm. really mentoring or providing, like, that insight that you now have as you whatever know, a veteran, like whatever <laughs> year we want to clap. But now we're hitting that stage where it's like, okay, I can't actually reach back and mm -hmm. talk about this. Like my younger cousin, Devin, shout out to Dev. He called me just the other day on some like, yo. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like just on some, yo, like the way you and Bree started y'all podcast, like got me more invested into my music shit. Like, I love Aww, doing it now. I love Dev. He's so oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. Man. He's the sweetest guy ever. But, you know, he's just like, yo, but I got to balance my job. But I want to take my studio time more serious. Like, mm. these are things that I love. But, you know, I got this. I got that. And he's like, man, you guys really inspired me. So it's like sometimes you need those types of interactions mm -hmm. with folks that are younger than you, whether it's your siblings or cousins or anybody mm -hmm. to kind of just say like okay like maybe i am doing a little something something and i do have something to contribute to other people as far as helping them get to where they want to get to i think that's a huge part of trying to like cope with the age that we're at now and for then sure. it's easier for us like with social media and everything like you were saying oh, yeah. before like people always post like oh i need somebody to braid my hair or oh i yep. need somebody to do balloons or oh i need this like boom hit this person boom hit that person boom hit this person mm -hmm. like yes. sometimes i don't even know people do stuff so i'm on instagram like oh damn she made music like boom right <laughs> here that go exactly. right no yeah and people are still changing and yeah. they're still plenty of time to change mm -hmm. like you just started your nail shit a year and some change ago or 
two years maybe whatever a year and some change year and some change we look at breezy she started her juice shit hey you know what i'm saying like everyone is just trying to find their way and do something and i i just think that's dope as we're getting older for sure because i feel like if i would have told niggas that i want to do nail straight out of high school they probably would have looked at me crazy like for sure. And that's also another thing. How fucked up niggas' perspectives was oh, coming out of high school. Didn't know and what, shit. What we thought we needed to do and this, that, and the third. Didn't and da, 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 shit. Da, da, da. Like, I be telling, especially because, like, I work with students. Like, that's my big thing. Coming out of high school, the biggest thing was, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you play sports. But even outside of that, like, our high school culture was go to a four-year, go to a four-year, go to a four-year, go to a four-year. I be telling students now, I be like, man, I'd have took my happy ass to a community college so fast if I could just go back and redo it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just different things, man. It's just, it's just different things, and you just have to go through that process. Well, that's a lot. Of we life. say all that to say happy birthday hey. to my nigga, man. <laughs> no, first. Thanks, everybody, for the fucking love because I had, like, you know, Iris is a fan of the show for sure, but that's my nigga. Like, we've really been rocking for a long time. Iris, to this day, she will still, never miss a birthday. No, So, ever. shout out to her, for And there real. was a couple people that even told me happy birthday, and I'm like, I got to do better. Like, I know your birthday was in March. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. I just was lazy with the shit. So, I it's really love, do appreciate man. everybody that yeah. single-handedly hit me up. Like, I fuck with y'all for real. Like, that was fucking dope. But this, once it hits my birthday, the year is gone to me. You already in the sixth month, nigga. By the time we get done with sun, summer, this shit is over. Put a, put a fucking bow around this bitch. Yeah, 2021 is a fucking wrap. That's for sure. This year's been screaming. But other than that, what was popping this week? You've been avoiding the fact that Drake is the artist of the decade. Why? It bugs you. It bugs him. Dom wants a heart in his fucking fade. He can't get it. <laughs> I do remember when I'm I a first server. met him. Hold up, here it comes. I do remember when he first met him that like he liked Drake, but he didn't like how sensitive like he was. Mm. Like Rose crying all the time. Why is he crying all the time? But like <sighs> Look, man, I've come a long way in my Drake hate. Where are you at now with the Drake hate? Be honest. On a scale of one to ten. On a scale of one to ten, it's pretty low. Like my hate for Drake is pretty low. It's probably like out of three. I give bro his accolades. I give him his titles, his credit. He's the GOAT. He's been on the top since whatever the fuck. He has all of that. So that's why when it's like we hear that Drake is the artist of the decade, not super shocking. Could have gave that to him five years ago, honestly. Mm. Like he's genuinely been at the top of the game for sure since my sophomore year in high school. Easy. So. I told you it's getting harder and harder to hate on guy. It's just I so just don't much listen to him right being on the other side. Like me by myself, but you I don't choose listen. not to. Yeah, because it's not. So that's what I'm saying. But as great objectively as his music is, it's just it's never created that I need to go to it feeling. When it drops, I'm gonna listen to it. I might enjoy a few songs, but Drake always sounds better when other people are playing it. When I come over here, she got the Drake playlist ready. That's where I get all my knowledge from. I'm mm. like, oh, okay, this song was tight. This song was dope. You know what I mean? Mm. But, but outside of that, like, I'm not rushing to just add Drake to the library. I don't know. Let's see what this song is. You know the song?
get some time off, girl, it's been so long. Drake came out. Sometimes I listen to them YMCMB records. Like I'm on one and shit. Man, I can't cut that off. He was so raw on on, on rap record hooks back then. Oh yeah. my god, that nigga for sure. Drake to me, he just went through that phase. Where... I'm gonna get killed for this. Okay, go ahead. Drake when he started out was to me the Nate dog of that time. You I'm not gonna put, kill you for yeah, that because that. literally, but, but, but he, I, but he has, he has exceeded all of that. He's an own artist. It's not that Nate didn't have his own records, but a lot of people don't know them. Mm-hmm. He was only a hook guy. T Pain kind of almost got boxed into that. When T Pain ran the hook game, he was gone. It was nothing you could put that nigga on. But then what happened to his records after that? Ugh, mm. I'm a good T. I'm a after probably about Three Kings, I probably put T Pain down for a little bit, but I think. What, what we always talk about Drake on this fucking pod, but he can rap. Rather, he writes his own raps, and someone writes it for him, or it's a mixture. He hey, performs it well. You perform it well, and and to be consistent for this long, and not on a Kendrick consistency, not every three years. For ten years, in any given year, you can find at least ten Drake records that came out and ran the game. Period. Easy. Yeah. So to me, it was like, man, like two years ago, especially when I started dating Jen, I'm like, I'm just going to always hear Drake. So I might as well just start jumping on his new shit. I fucked with his mixtape. 
haven't heard this album. Scorpion was okay. I didn't really play the A or B side. Whatever one was like super singy. But mm -hmm. the other shit, I was like, eh, I'm okay with this. I think right now I'm comfortable to say I listen to Drake more than J. Cole, hands down, and I want to. So at that point, I mean, I'm like... I you listen to a lot of people over J. Cole. That's easy. I play J. Cole today, man. His, his album's staying with me. What you think it, about it? You a I J. Cole fan? Album. It's good like to it. me. It's a good album. Like, sometimes, like, his music doesn't always resonate with me, but, like, this last album was, like, it's got a lot of heat on it. It's a good album. Objectively. Just so the people know you, name your top five right now. Not of all time. Not of all time. Five niggas that are just getting the absolute... Because you're... you're Niggas don't know Satin is a hip hop head. Period. Sure. She really don't. That I know. I've never been in the car with you. You played R and B. Never been in a function when you played R and B. You listen to hip hop rap twenty four seven like we do. So, just to who make, is your top five? Yeah. Oh man. Right now. All right, right now I can't say like this is gonna sound crazy because bro is locked up, but I really like Young Rio Doji. Mm. Like he's got a lot of slaps lately. Mm. Um. Let me just look, because I really, I listen to a whole bunch of stuff. Just give, just to make it even easier, like, just, again, when you're in the car, who's the top three people that you're pulling up first to get your See, ride that's started? Why I like Spotify, because they be letting me know. They be telling me. They got me. all the analytics. They be telling me. Mm. I do listen to, so I listen to a lot of Sada. Like, okay. People don't like him. Is, he, like, the, he, okay. is he the nigga that be like, bam, yep. put it with the chopper in your mm -hmm. head? Okay. Mm, uh, you know that record. Okay. <laughs> just, just, you know Twitter. Nicki Minaj's part. That's it. I listen it. to a Yada Young. Okay. okay. <laughs> I listen to a lot of 21 Savage. You young know Nudie. what? 21, 21, like, 21. Like, I don't know. I, I. So you're more open to like all them other niggas. All young, them other niggas. Like, NBA Young Boy, all them niggas? No. <laughs> He's a no Lil Yachty. Like, you fuck with Lil Baby. I, Mm. Uh, okay, okay. So she's still kind of filtered. I fuck with Little Baby sometimes, but like sometimes all of his songs sound the same to me. Like his flow, like sounds the same to me. Gunna is the same. Like, I don't, I don't like really, the way Gunna looks, I don't so really I can't like listen fuck to with him. him. It took me a really long time to fuck with Thug. Like I know people might kill me for that, but like everybody. You know knows what? Thug. I like Thug on features. He kills his features. A lot of his songs. That's how sound I feel like. That's how I feel about Twenty One. Because yes. I listened to the last album that came out by 21, and it was good. It was cool. Yes, But because okay. I'm not, I guess, used to listening to that type of music regularly, it's yeah. hard for me to just commit to it. Mm. But when I hear that man on a feature, man, obviously the recent shit. one with J. Cole was nuts. But even besides that. When like him and Cole get together, it's like Yes, yeah, it's, it's some magic. peanut butter jelly shit. I don't know why. You're right. You wouldn't even expect some shit like that. But... Mm. Yeah, but like I you fuck with Freddie. Yes. See that nigga bro, in concert, bro. His DJ was supposed to be the DJ at my wedding. Oh wow! We won't talk about that. We will not talk about but that. Yeah. This is okay. Am I nuts for telling Jen that I have to be the DJ at our wedding? Well, no, because I made my whole playlist. I have to. I have to at least make the playlist. I can't. Your DJ ain't right. It's not right. And, and, and don't play prom music. So you guys have been planning the wedding? No. Oh. No, we haven't. <laughs> Hypothetically. Because I'm waiting for the best man. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like. No, I'm going to have you in dress for sure. Anyways. <laughs> bro, I'll DJ your wedding. Bro, done. You can consider that done. Not having me in the dress. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. All right. 
Man, shout, first off, shout out to the listeners for rocking with us. We're an hour and 20 in. Yeah, we still rocking. It might be a little long-winded, but we here. Um, we just three niggas vibe. Three niggas vibing. So, with wedding, mm. I will tell you guys, as nuts as it sounds, I am very traditional. I think so. And, like, rolls and stuff. <laughs> rolls and stuff. I do think so. Okay. Yeah. Dom has no boundaries. So, by traditional means, Dom's- you should be cooking and cleaning... How? Well, you always claim that you're not the breadwinner. No, that that's not necessarily traditional because normally it's a man and a woman. Period. We're just talking about gender. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, we so, have to apply traditional to your non-traditional standards. Correct. Correct. Which, sound, which is which sounds nuts. Yes. Let's <laughs> see where this is going. Yes, you're here. Okay. So, being the more tomboyish, quote unquote, man in this relationship, I like traditional things when it comes to a wedding. I have real bitches on my side that I'm like, you should be on Jen's side. Like, I would take, Dom is for sure on my side. There's no hands about that. But let's say Toria, for example. I fuck with Billy. I fuck with Toria. Obviously, Toria should be on my side. Would she kill a tux? For sure. Cold game. Cold game. And some heels, she would kill it. Dom? I didn't say nothing. I'm talking to Satin. But I do feel like, I also fuck with Billy. So you could be on Jen's side, and Billy can just be on my side. When I think about my brothers, you can be on my side. And then, you know, Jen has her sister, her best friend. We got some dudes to connect with y'all, so y'all can be even down the aisle. But Jen's kind of more open to, like, we should have men and women on both sides. Which, in that community, yes, we should. But I'm I'm a little bit against that. A little bit. Sorry, guys. That self hate is crazy. It's not. It's not <laughs> self hate. I'm Honestly, I'm I'm fair to be traditional. It just comes down to aesthetics. How you want your shit to look? For sure. Exactly. Like, yeah. So like, I've exactly. never really fantasized about a wedding. But I do. So like, I, I You know, I have a lot of lesbian friends or whatever. And like, one of my coaches, she just recently got married. But like, she is the man in the relationship. Okay. So like, she wore a suit. Mm. But like. The people that were on her side, they also, some of them wore suits, but some of them wore, like, jumpsuits. So they look kind of girly, but then, like, they fit in. Gotcha. And obviously, like I said, that's why I take the heat for it, because sometimes I can really box myself in, Mm. and I shouldn't, Mm -hmm. but I'm comfortable there. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Type thing. So, I don't know. It's just interesting when you talk about, like, weddings and stuff, because you got to put it up there. And they're pictures you're going to have for life. And you've been through that. All that shit. So it's like, should I choose something I really don't want to do? Or should I just do it how I want to do it? Definitely want to do it how you want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you definitely day, want it to look how you want it You're paying for it. And it's y'all two getting married. It's y'all shit. So, like, nobody else's opinions or mm. what else anybody else wants fucking matters. It's what you, y'all want. So, like, if y'all come to an agreement on something, somebody opposes, they just got to go. Period. And are you excited to like plan the wedding, or no. do you see yourself kind of just sliding it off? Weddings, I can tell you but I'm just from a guy's perspective, mm-hmm. regardless of the stress that it is, obviously. So it, stereotypically, most girls are excited to get their shit off for their wedding. Most people are excited to say that they're getting married. 
Okay. Like, period. Yes. Like, oh, I'm getting married. That's exciting as fuck. Mm. But when it comes down to, like, the flowers, the colors, the guest list, the seating table, the food, None the of that excites the me. DJ, all that shit None is of not that. exciting at all. Mm. And then you have to think about if you have difficult family members, if you have <sighs> difficult friends, like, people who don't fuck with each other, they can't sit next to each other. Like, all mm. that shit comes down to it and, like... Sometimes you'd be like, "Fuck this! I'm not doing this. Like, fuck this! Fuck mm. y'all!" So you weren't a bright, like a, a I bridezilla. I was definitely a bridezilla. Oh, mm. but like, so does it come out of you, Paul's? Like, it's like you start, you start being a bitch, or you were like, like you, well, like, you walk, me, like so you walked, like you walked in. I already, I already have that kind of personality. Like, I don't take shit from nobody. Like, I'll fuck with you and give you respect where respect is given. But like, once you step over that line, like it's a done deal. But when people weren't really like giving the if I'm asking you to like, oh, vote on this or vote on that or let mm. me know how you feel about this and you're not answering, we got a problem. Mm. If you're not meeting deadlines when deadlines are supposed to be meet, we got a problem. Because now you fucking up something. I don't I like how you on. keep looking at me like. Because now you fucking up some shit that I got going on. Right. right. And at the end of the day, like, you can go or you can stay. Now, Okay. I guess when I interpret Bridezilla, I'm thinking of the woman who's pretty much getting what she wants. So, Jen. <laughs> I'm not going to say that that's Jen. I've never seen Jen in marriage mode, so I don't mm, know. My husband. My husband. <laughs> I'm just. He gave me but I'm just saying, like, when I'm thinking of Bridezilla, I'm thinking it's of the much chick. much easier that way. I'm thinking of the chick who's getting everything she wants and still and not happy. Stills complains. Now, oh, no. you saying, hey, you as my bridesmaid, y'all didn't answer my motherfucking poll. Like, we need to get this shit sorted out. That's handling business. That's not necessarily like Bridezilla to me. Bridezilla to me is like, I'm getting what I want. There's, quote unquote, relatively a blank check, and yet I'm still finding shit that like. Don, what's the budget for your wedding? Five thousand. <laughs> Good luck with that. I mean, hey, no. Like, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. You can make that shit work. She folded her lips so fast. <laughs> you can make that shit work. She she looked at you so different, bro. <laughs> You can make that work wherever, where, I don't know. No, you got I'm to with marry, you. But like, what you want to do? Like, no, okay. No, but I'm like, no disrespect. Serious like, answer aside, like, I'm not, cause I'm not that cheap. I'm frugal. I'm not that cheap. Like, if I can afford to give a girl the wedding that she wants. And if you can't? Well, what's, if what's I can't, we're not getting married then. Shit. If uh, I can't afford you to. see what the ultimatum is? <laughs> you see no. what the ultimatum is? Hey, man, look. Man. We li- look. Luckily, she'll be white. She got that bread already, but man, she was a nigga. I have never dated a white girl. And that's ever. Why I'm. No, but you I'm tried to use it as a I'm slack. I'm not going to be disrespectful. No, you, let me, I only let me, let me say, back I up. only say that because you tried to use that as a slight. <laughs> there was once upon a time where D- Bree wanted to date a white man. We're way beyond that. But she's been trying to throw white on me for a long time. But let me ask you this. Yes. He had bread, though, huh? He had bread, but it was more the aesthetics that I was in at that time. Oh. Vans, tats, like we would kick it. We would oh, say dude like- a lot and we would drink beer. That's what that was. So don't ever in your fucking life think for a fucking second. Listen, the thing is, is that whenever we go to Miami, I'll see Dom at the airport when we get there. <laughs> oh, and then we what? won't find him afterwards because he <laughs> I've never be- been to Miami. <laughs> He'll be with a Spanish chick that he thought was black the whole time. And I- I'm convinced he'll never come back. I've 
I'm, never- I'm convinced he'll never come back. But that's beyond the point. Was your wedding more than what you started off the budget to be? I don't know because my husband told me I had no budget. <sighs> See? See? <laughs> Shout out. Shout she, out. She bragged different. Yeah. No, and she deserves to brag on that. You know what I mean? The husband's writing a blank check. Hey. I can't say I'm there yet. You know what For I mean? For sure. Oh, but when by the time I get ready to get on one knee and propose, I might be there. Oh, I'm terrified of that. I'm terrified of that. Honestly. Like, girl, I had no idea it was coming. Mm. You feel me? I worked me an eight-hour shift at this when I was working at Starbucks on Thanksgiving. Like, mm. Were your nails done? No. You can't, oh. have nails. you can't have nails working at Starbucks. Mm. Well, but I, I respect the man for just proposing to you regardless of you was ready or not because that's a big thing that i see my nails got to be done my hair got to be did and even though i have no idea that you're about to marry me you need to make sure that i'm ready for the proposal and i'd be like i could see that like you don't want the busted nails in the the ring pick but at the same time like it's taken me five months talking to your mama daddy baby cousin to figure out if you're ready for marriage, like when it happened, I wasn't thinking about my nails even get to being done or none of shit. I'm like, oh my god, this nigga really just asked me to marry me in front of my that's whole cool. family. That's, like, that's wow. Cool. That's what I'm cringy about. That's cool. No, me too. I'm cringy about that. You too know, much attention. I guess speaking candidly, Jen wants that. Oh, the whole nine. Yeah, but I'm kind of like, ah, oh, it'd be so much fun with like me, you, and Gianni. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because it would just be ours. Like, I don't. She loves playing music saying we need to practice our dance at the wedding i cringe at all that oh, bro yeah. i am not looking forward to that at all i'd be feeling like something's genuinely wrong with me though because no, like too. when i see like the wedding videos on twitter and niggas is crying Secondhand and so happy yes i'd be like it starts in my elbow and it gets <laughs> up into my neck like i'd be like nah i just can't see myself i'm good with yet. that i'm good with that my perfect wedding would be something small intimate like I said, that kind of gets out of hand with all family, but just like our niggas, whatever, it's intimate, cool. And then like the reception could be whoever the fuck. Right. If I've ever said hi to you, you're you welcome. Can you can come. <laughs> I'm going to turn the party up. We'll get drunk. We'll never remember anything. And like we dip off to like DKR. But honey. all the performative stuff, kind yeah, like of like keeping that day, intimate. Like, weddings are for you to look at it, like look back at it, but mm. they're literally for your family and That's your friends. That's it. That's it. That's and it. That's the other thing. How do you make sure the wedding is mainly for you? You put the you aesthetics. You do it how you want it. No, you do it how you want it. That's you put you the it. aesthetics on it, but all you have to claim on your wedding is the aesthetics. Like, is it really that much for other people you feel like? Yes. I think so. Mm. Because the day we got, like, the day he proposed, like, I had people like, do you have a date? Do you have colors? Do you know what kind of dress you want to wear? Like, mm. bro, I'm still stuck on the fact that bro got down on one knee and asked <laughs> to marry me. Like, Period. do you know me? Have you ever met me? Right. Like, exactly. What? Like, so, like, it is for other people, but it is for you at the mm. end of the day to say that you did it, mm. to look back on it when you do have a family, show your kids, like, look at what sure. we did. Like, see, and I like that. Yeah. I like that. And bro, you got to get fly. Like, yeah. Your wedding day is for That's you. That's what to, I should like, I, I have this one picture. I'm thinking teal. I'm thinking my suit going to be a baby teal. Real light. Mm. White shirt type. I think we'll, we'll kill it. You crip now, so that makes sense. Yeah, that is true. Now. <gasps> it's been the been game. Huh? Once upon a time, her favorite color was red, believe it or not. Sometimes it still is. <laughs> Sometimes it still is. But no, that's... 
I don't know. Weddings are intimidating. Yeah. For sure. Because I, you know. And especially if you're the person who has to propose. I mean, like, let's keep it a buck. Yeah, it wasn't that person. So Man, woman, whatever. Gay, straight, whatever. If you're that the one that me. has to propose, like, that's a lot. That kills me. But, but I, would, I, feel like- I would break up with Jen if she ever got on one knee, though. Because at that point, I'm just like, my nigga, like, you don't even know me, bro. I'm out. I don't know. I, I feel would. Like Dom, your bitch get on one. Dom's bitch will probably be on one knee. Shout out to her, man. I feel like when you do <laughs> She'll take off propose. them cute J's that you had in your mind. <laughs> Light-skinned chick, chick with cute J's. She'll take off her I J's haven't so dated don't get a, I haven't dated a chick who's wore Jordans in a very long mm, time. Maybe what they wear the now? Problem. Hold up, Sat. What they wear now? Maybe that's the problem. She ain't got no shoe <laughs> game. Oh, so got it coming. Come for her! I, look, all. I don't own a pair of J's, so I'll never hold a woman mm. to that standard. But you got Nikes on. Don't he got a Nikes on set? Yeah, they kind of socks, too. You know when they got the socks. He got, a, he got on a whole Nike too? Fit. Oh, yeah. Like, he's bro, fitted he's up. Anytime, anytime I'm swagged out, a girl <laughs> dressed me, whether that be Brie or the girl I'm fucking. It was one of them. Naomi mm. dressed you this morning? Well, Brie told me that this outfit would look fly while I was buying it, so that's why I have the confidence Not those shorts. to wear it. Let's be clear. You're <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out where the yellow comes in, but it does have blue and red. Yeah, so I guess like, so. Oh. I mean, the I tried, problem is that the I next time you see best. him, he'll be in this outfit. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Housewarming party? It's either going to be this shirt or the blue shirt. Exa- best it might believe. be the tape top. It, it it's might be Lord have mercy. <laughs> Yo, I'm the type, don't show me an outfit. Because I'm the type of nigga that if you say, yo, bro, the way you put that together, that's my Friday outfit for the next two months. I have no shame. Easy. I have no shame in that. So you're the type of nigga to, if you didn't take a picture in it or nobody saw you in it, you're going to wear it again. One million percent. I have a hundred photos of Dom in Michael Jordan's jersey, 23, bull jersey. (laughs) I have at least a hundred pictures of this dude. Different areas, eras, different years, different homes. (laughs) He's been coast to coast on this jersey. (laughs) Like, we were like, Dom is still wearing that jersey. And after that, it was this salmon shirt. I don't know who told that nigga it was fly. And it was at that moment when I say he wore that motherfucker to every brunch, dinner, breakfast, graduation, job interview that nigga had. He had that salmon shirt on. We need a Dom Fitz page? Oh, yeah. For sure. No. Yes. Satin. We can literally link no, on that. We're niggas, doing a dumb fit page for sure. Niggas have been trying. We're gonna make it for you. Niggas have been trying to get the <laughs> dumb Instagram for months now. Satin go find it. Whether it's my fits, my cooking, or whatever. Mm, oh, bro, you, see, you, cook? you see, he bringing up the I, cooking again. Interesting. Uh, it's more than just the sister at the crib eating the meat. Pause. Uh, what the fuck is? What's your specialty, D? When she come over and she like, oh man, you cooking dinner? Like, what? What's your specialty? What do you know that's gonna get him out? What do I know that's gonna get him out the paint? Probably that Lomo Saltado. Mm, okay. I don't think I've had yours. No, I've, I feel like you've had it. You and Jen actually. I feel okay, like maybe once, maybe once. once last year. Okay. My you fish tacos is pretty cold too. I will acclaim to the fish tacos for sure. That's fire. Them fish tacos fire. But I ain't gonna lie, he been putting some pressure in the house. I've been telling Jen, like, you don't even cook like this. <laughs> you only do chicken one way, like. What? <laughs> don't come for her. Do you cook or your husband cooks? I cook. He mm. cooks too, like, he prefers to grill. Mm. See, that's gonna be me. Yeah. 
Like he that's gonna be me. Like, oh, get your like, stove game up, nigga. That stove god, nigga. But I put a cone on the cob on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if I say I want steak, like he already knows he's gonna make it because like he likes to. Matter of fact, I just made steak last night. It was pretty good. Yeah, Jim was like, oh, he got a T-bone budget. <laughs> oh, look what I did. <laughs> it was the cheap cut. It was bitch the Chuck. Gotta get a three bedroom. You know what I mean? And she still <laughs> like, oh, he got a T-bone budget. I'm like, cause he don't have the fuck. Fuck. Honestly, you want to get your T-bones for the Logan at Costco or Sam's Club. Mm. Shout out to fucking Costco. Costco mm. is the GOAT. I live there. You can mm. buy your meat in bulk. Pause. That, that's why I shop there. That's why she's like, we have ground beef, pork chops, fish, and chicken. shrimp. And, she's, and chicken. No, I, I pause. I went through all the meats. I cooked all the steak we had, all the chicken we had. I for sure definitely do the majority of the cooking in the house. But do you grocery shop? No. Yeah, I, I gotta step my game. I will cop to that. I do have to step my game up on the actual. <sighs> my thing with grocery shopping is, is I'm a bullshit eater, so that translates over into my grocery shopping because I'm only I'm only eating once, maybe twice a day. That's not good. Bro. So for me, my biggest concern is like, what proteins do we have for dinner? Do we have garlic and onions? I'll freak something. Um, definitely gotta get back. <laughs> What? I'm, I'm listening. What? Do you what? grocery shop, nigga? I grocery shop. Okay. She's a good grocery shopper. I grocery shop. I clean. She's good I with organize. all the logistical shit. I'm like, hey, I'm the, the best sous chef you've ever fucking had, but I need you to cook. And then okay. I'll clean after. And that's fair. And organize. Because I, I don't mind doing the cooking. I don't like having to cook and do dishes after, though. I really mm. do. That's Look, something that's kind of pet peeve to me. Is to wash your dishes as, as you, you cook. go. As you go, for sure. Like, but make it's, your dishwater before you even start cooking. It could be empty as shit, but you got soap, you got hot water, and it's ready for you. You put something in there, you put still, another thing in there, then you it got a little break, adds wash up, that shit. And very rarely is the sink just bone dry empty by the time you start cooking dinner anyways. I guess depending on the amount of people you okay, have in your well, house. See, look, but before I even start cooking... I clean, like, if the kitchen's not already clean, mm. I clean the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I start, like, I'm starting from scratch. I mm-hmm. don't have nothing in my way. I don't have to worry about, oh, let me wash this before I need to use it. Like, everything is already clean. Period. Then when I start cooking, like, I make my, my I've already washed the dishes, so I get sure. fresh dish water, whatever. Like, I go about it. I'm chopping onions. I'm chopping this. I'm chopping that. When I'm done with it, put it in the sink. Mm. I get started on the next thing. When I got a break, because I'm letting that cook down or whatever, mm. I'm washing them dishes. No. Nope. Yep. That... That makes sense. Shout out to my granny. She taught me that. Mm. Hey. Cooking's easy, though. If you can follow a recipe, if you can read, you should be able to know how to cook. For the most part. That's not true. Some things are are very complicated. Yes. But for the most part, but for the most part, if you can read a recipe, you should be able to put together something. What's the most difficult thing you've ever cooked? Um... Chicken tikka masala. Okay. From and his Indian bitch. <laughs> Depending on what's on his plate, I'm like, just, oh, that's who you got over. Interesting. Interesting. You didn't deny it and you got mad quiet. Yeah, he I did. Only no, I didn't it. deny it because it's so far out of bounds. <laughs> this motherfucker is a melting pot of all. She probably got Indian in her family that she don't know about. Anyways, I would say that's probably the most complex dish I've cooked just because the spices that you need are unorthodox. 
you can't go to Albertsons and get the spices that you need for that dish, right? So I had to go to the little Indian mart. Shout out to the the, the specialty food marts and meat markets. No, yeah, for sure. everything. For sure. I can only shop where Goya products are sold. I feel that. Straight up. Speaking of supermarket. Okay. Motherfuck Stater Brothers, nigga. Oh, Hold all up. three of us worked at Stater We've Brothers. We've all worked at Stater Brothers. Stater Brothers is a cult. To this Stater day. Stater Brothers does not like people of color. At all. Absolutely not. Like, they will bro, throw you in the service deli faster bro. than a nigga in jail. Bro. <laughs> I, look, I used to work at the Stater Brothers with, like, you know, the young Lexican ladies, the young white ladies. And this lady purposely used to dye her hair red all the time. Mm. And one day I was like, oh, like, I'm going to dive the tips of my weave red. Like, it's ain't no thing. Like, bro, why did they tell me that I couldn't have my hair that way? Because it wasn't natural. Because mm. you're black. Mm. I was like, wait, but my hair's in And the cool part about it is like, bitch, I'm red. wearing a weave right now. What the fuck do you know about natural? Like, she dyes her hair red every week. That's <laughs> no, yeah. not natural either. No, what yeah, are we, you talking about? We have weird, we have weird niggas like that at the, the uh, Hamner Norco store. Fuck Norco and fuck Stater Brothers. <laughs> Fuck. That, that was a time. But you know what's crazy? That was though? a whole era. The Stater Brothers that I work at still has some of the same niggas working in it. Oh, like they, for oh, sure. They're in the same spot. The, if I have same thing, same I will, department. I will not ran, I will randomly. The only time I ever walk into Stater Brothers if I need to use. The, they're the only grocery store that has a school's first ATM. So that's when the only time I'll ever randomly walk into a Stater's or I'm just in such dire need, and they're the only one there. But the random times that I do walk in, I just be looking at people. I'd be like, you don't recognize me, but I recognize you. And mm. you're still still in that motherfucking Not green a fucking vest. Dime. I really only go to Stater's when I'm here because it's the closest grocery store to my grandma's and house. And Stater Brothers is the type of place that'll have like a union and you still somehow manage to get fucked over. Mm-hmm. Got niggas working 40 hours a week, but somehow they're still not full-time. That was the only place I've ever worked that made me feel like shit because I wasn't full-time, even though I was working six days a week. <laughs> One to ten. Two to eleven. How? How am I working 40 hours a week <laughs> as a courtesy clerk, but I'm not full-time? <laughs> Fuck a courtesy clerk, bro. Nah. And they have uniforms now. They don't even have to wear the fucking suit and tie anymore. I they saw got that. Shirts. I was jealous. I was bitter. And last time I was in Stater Brothers, I was looking at the courtesy clerk and I was like, damn, y'all don't even got to wear the shirt and tie no more. And they were like, what? I was oh, like, oh, no. Nah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all dodged. <laughs> y'all dodged the whole era. Yeah, man. Fuck them niggas till the day I die. For sure. <laughs> but no, nah, man, like it, it's just so crazy. That we're old. No, we're not old, but we're getting older. And everything counts. Everything matters. And we're somehow, some way supposed to find, like, joy in the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Every time I have a birthday and I just reflect, like, I remember my... I really only remember my birthday mm. and, like, right after that. Like, right. I take everything from January to May as the last year still. Mm-hmm. Which it was, but I'm like, damn, 26 last year, we all had like, Jen and I had like a kickback at our crib. And I saw some of those Snapchats and those videos and I'm just like, we didn't even know we were buying a place back then. I had no idea. Like we were so far. So when you think about time like that, it's like, you can get so much done in a year, man. Mm-hmm. Like genuinely, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 
I'm just I'm just happy to be here, happy to be here with niggas, and I'm glad today that we just finally stopped bullshitting and got a guest on the fucking show. You know what I'm saying? I know. And it has been a minute. So and sh- literally just reached out and just did it because we're always just bullshitting. We just had such a good time, so that was just super fun. But yeah, I don't have nothing else, man. Dumb. What 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 you got? Y'all good? We good, man. Let's go ahead and you know what I mean get into that segment. Y'all know what time it is. Yes, sir. Show some love. Accurate podcast episode 36. Dom, you were on board. You're the leader. Who you got for us this week, dog? I'm the leader. Mm. Mm. Okay. Now, um, I'm going to get a little bit on my uh, selfish tip lately. Um, I'm going to just give a quick shout out to myself a little bit of preemptively i do have a promotion on the horizon that i'm going to be applying for in the next few weeks um and it's 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 well due i need it it's going to be a next step up for me hopefully push me a little bit deeper into my career Mm. um and you know i'm always constantly just looking like what is that next step that i need to take and it's presenting itself very clearly to me so i'm just gonna try and make sure i can do the things that i need to do to make sure i can capitalize on that but i'm really excited for the opportunity so that's what i got man a little bit of selfish but i gotta get it off what's up though Bree, sat who wants to go next sat you got some show some up. love who you want to show some love to man all my family my husband my husband andrew for sure mm. my sisters my best friend Danny. Hey, she's, she's a licensed esthetician in Denver, Colorado. Mm. Um, go get your lashes done. Hey, uh, my homegirl Kia. My homegirl Morgan. Mm. She is um, in the LA Fire Academy. She's like almost done. She got like six weeks left. So like swag. Just anybody out here, just you know, shooting towards their dreams. Focusing on what they want to do, trying to better their life. Mm. Yes, sir. Like, we're all out here trying to do it. So, like, I commend and shout out to everybody that's doing it because sometimes it's not easy, mm. but it could be done. Yes, sir. Bree, last but not least. <sighs> last but not least, you know I'm already giving it to the Taurus gang. Happy belated to Jen. Happy, well, it's my birthday. It's a happy birthday. Happy birthday to the fucking Tauruses out there, my nigga. Like, I don't know. I feel like we really just link up and we're on some real ass gang shit. Shout out to y'all. YouTube is so bullshit. Dang. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on here. You know? No, no. You every time you come back, we'll tap in. But um, yeah, man. Shout out to the Tauruses. That's all I fucking got before this episode flies. Shout out to my hairstylist, Tanoa. Her mm. birthday's on the twenty second. She's a, she's a real ass bitch. And um, we about to do this big chop in a couple of days. Last couple of days with my hair right now, man. So. I'm just ready for that energy. Oh, no, that's going to be a good fucking episode. When was your big chop? Mm, when did R- you get your diva cut? <laughs> <laughs> when did you become a bad bitch? Week before Christmas, literally. Okay. Literally a week before Christmas. And I actually have a haircut scheduled for this Saturday because mm. it's been a few months. What time are you going? 8.30. A.M.? A.M. Mm, I'm going to have to pull up with you. See what the oh, uh, you are on like. vacation. Yes, no. sir. <laughs> no, hold on. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, let's. Where are you going that you need to cut at eight thirty in the morning, my nigga? 
Who are you going to see? <laughs> Fuck you going. Um, Y'all don't go to Cabo until July. <laughs> it's just, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> Look, if he was smart, he'd say the housewarming. Exactly. No, yeah, um, the housewarming party uh, is next week. If you haven't gotten an invite from Bree, just know Mm. it was intentional. She intentionally did not invite you. Petty. Um, I don't blame her. I'm hoping she didn't invite her. I don't fuck with y'all. This is her. I'm hoping. Well, yeah, you gotta I'm watch hoping. You no, all, all jokes aside, can't do it because of COVID. Like, I got older people that are. No, yeah, it has to time. be. It has Family to be respectful. Only. And we. <laughs> that means me. Yes, sir. <laughs> shout, shout out to the Vax gang. Those of you who still have delaying, go ahead and get that done. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to make eye contact with me, though. <laughs> I'm good. You didn't even ask that if she got hurt. I'm just looking at you because no, you, cool. you had an appointment and schedule, but you know what I mean? Neither here nor there. Um, Nah, yeah, but it's a haircut. I go months in between my haircuts. I'm terrible at just being disciplined and going every two weeks or whatever like I need to go. So it's time. My hair's getting too long again. You can so. get some braids at that length for sure. You I could. It out. I could, but I also feel like they'd barely be tickling the back of my neck, and that looks crazy. You so. know what's that? Check out this picture I found of fucking Dominique on IG. <sighs> Why the fuck you post that? <laughs> Why the fuck you post this? Like, Yo, you. I didn't even know you was wearing rings now. You have me so fucked up. Somebody said that nigga went from Classic Man to Aquaman real quick. I said, wait a minute. This bitch pulls up a. What's his name? What's his his name? You have me so fucked. You definitely are Aquaman for sure. Whatever, nigga. I'll take it. (laughs) Bitches say Aquaman cute, so. Alright, yo. Thank you for joining us for the Accurate Podcast episode 36. Shout out to Satin Gold Head and follow her on her channels. Yes, sir. Get your fucking nails done, you fucking bitch, you. You need it. We will see y'all next week. Peace.